Football season has arrived. Coming up on today's show, we cover strategies to help you score in retirement. We'll touch on the latest financial news and more. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss the opening kickoff. And now, Iron Plan Radio with Mal and Jay. Welcome, everybody. This is Iron Plan Radio with Mal Mason and Jay Kyle. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Mal, founder, chairman of Iron Plan Solutions Group. He's been helping folks for more than 30 years. Jay is CEO, advisor, strategic partner, and all-around good person. Uh, Jay, hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Steve. And uh, Mal, always a pleasure. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. So we're just talking before we got started. I mean, we're uh, we're all about football today. This is going to be fun. Absolutely. Because I think, you know, we're we're glad football's back. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. By the way, Steve, 19 days before Florida State does something ugly to LSU. <laughs> you think? Countdown. I hope so. All right, Florida State. It's going to be a heck of a game. I promise you that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was talking with a guy uh, in uh, Omaha. And uh, he's a you know big Husker fan, uh, <laughs> and uh, he just laughs. He says, "Yeah, I know, <laughs> I, I, I know." <laughs> well, you know, we were talking about that right before we went on air, and that uh, four or five years ago, Florida State was not in the, going in the right direction, and I don't even think Miami was moving. So those are my two teams, you know, both Florida teams, and at least they, they righted the ship. At least they're on the right road, headed in the right direction. And sometimes that's. A, a great place to start. Well, and again, it's just kind of a nice place. You're right. It's a nice place to start, and you don't feel defeated at the beginning of the season. Right. Because <laughs> we've been there, too. <laughs> Boy, I have been where Nebraska fans are right now, and that is just, that, you know, you no. watch the game. You, you, it is good, though, to, to, to get your frustrations out because, you, you know, you scream at the TV for an hour or two. That makes you feel better. Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, and, again, you know, just, I mean, not, not to – dwell on Nebraska, but their first game is against Minnesota. So those Gophers last year did pretty well. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and you know, I, I haven't, I haven't, I know that they changed coaches again, which I thought they had the right guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did great down here in Florida and, but it, it, you know, it's, um, it's amazing how much people take a great program or a good leader or, um, or both they take it for granted. I mean, Florida state, we, you know, we were spoiled when we had Bobby Bowden and everybody couldn't wait to fire him. And I'm like, Hey, it, it's not just that easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama's going to have that problem. When Nick Saban goes, I don't care who's next. He's oh. not going to be Nick Saban. No, no. Those are some shoes impossible to fill. <laughs> yeah. Planning is uh planning is uh, it seems to be something that, that, that people take for granted in football. Well, and again, well, like in retirement planning, too, for that matter. And, and uh, I, I like this quote from um, Vince Lombardi. When you've got momentum in a football game, that is the time to keep going and get into the end zone. Yes, exactly. That's what we want, right? That's what we want in retirement. Yeah. Well, you know, <clears throat> when I coached, um, I used to tell the offensive coordinator when things were going well, I'd look at him and tell him, hammer down. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, people would say, well, what do, but why? Well, because I don't want them to think they belong here. Mm. <laughs> now, it's, yeah. I mean, and, and it's so much easier when, when everybody believes it's going to work. It's so much easier. So, I, yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. All that right. Well, let's, uh, let's huddle up, as they say, and uh, talk about offense. Uh, you know, when it comes to football, you know, um, financial offense also requires discipline and patience and uh, strength. I'm going to say strength. Oh, yeah. 
So yeah. <laughs> offense number tip number one, understand your goal income, your goal and income in retirement. Boy, that's, that's a great starting point. Yes. I mean, it's not just about the age that you want to finish. I mean, 65, 67, 70, whatever your, your, you think your goal is, but what kind of income do you want to have in retirement? I think that's more of a deciding factor than how old you'll be. Um, how much money do you need in income? Right. That's going to really be a big factor in, um, in whether you can retire uh, now or two years from now or three years from now. You know, yeah. so um, that's a great offensive tip number one. Mm -hmm. And again, but it's all about the income. And we say that every week, I think. And and with that mm -hmm. income, we have to create a budget around it so that, you know, they equal. <laughs> so our budget yes. doesn't exceed our income. Very true. I mean, offensive tip number two, create a budget and revise your budget every year. You know, take into account that you, you did go on extra vacations or you plan on going on extra vacations. Um, check is, if you're, is your budget still, are you still on budget? Um, you know, you, you spent overspent for Christmas or you or you underspent and you have extra money to save. Well, let's put that somewhere where it's going to work for you, as opposed to you just keeping it in the bank and, and, uh, just, you know, just letting it build there. Let it, let it help you build your retirement. If you, if your budget allows for that, mm -hmm. but make a budget, keep to the budget and then revise that budget, you know, annually, quarterly, however, however much you need to make sure that it's, it's tight. It's uh, really locked in. Well, and one of the things we have to do as well is uh, figure out where we're going to invest that to make sure that it keeps coming. Absolutely. Steve, I just had a meeting right before we went on air, and uh, we talked about the value of participating loans. Most people don't understand what I'm talking about when I say that because they've never been exposed to it. But if you if you have two equal piles of money mm -hmm. and, and you start spending both of them equally, if you spend your money out of that account, then naturally that pile is going to get smaller every time you spend money. You agree with that? Of course. If you have another pile of money and every time you spend money from that pile, someone loans you their money and leaves your money under management, at least that gives you a fighting chance to not dwindle your account. You agree? Agree. Yep. Sounds logical. If you understand, most people don't understand what the value of a participating loan, the value of a, a participating loan is you can create an income stream that you can't outlive because you don't spend your money. Anyways, it's just, it's a, it's really a defensive mechanism in retirement. Mm -hmm. So, and then, um, so as we start looking at those investments and then once we, once we look at that, then we have to make sure that those investments are diversified. And, and, and what I'm talking about here is uh, in different asset classes. That's where it really comes down to, doesn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, you want to, diversification helps mitigate risk by being, you know, spread out across different asset classes. So real estate, cash, um, equities, um, fixed income strategies. Those are all ways to help mitigate, uh, you know, the market that we, we really have no control over um, just to make sure that you have a balanced portfolio. Mm -hmm. And uh, on top of that, we want to, we want to build wealth. Well, absolutely. <clears throat> but we don't want to be, we don't want to build wealth and common sense be damned. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, when we talk about building wealth, all of us want to build wealth, but you know, we, <clears throat> we want a competitive rate of return. We don't want to lose principal. Um, we don't want the asset to be in a position where it could be sued for. Um, and we certainly, we want to, if not completely discontinue, we want to limit our relationship with the bank, with Wall Street, and with the IRS. And, and if you can do that and grow your wealth, then you get to keep it. You get to keep your wealth. So, again, those defensive mechanisms help you retain more of the accumulated wealth. If you make 15% and you pay 3% in charges, and a lot of people say, oh, that's crazy. Okay, well, if you add up the cost in a 401k, it's more than 3%. So, but you pay 3% in charges 
you know that you're going to owe 6% of it to the IRS. And then I'm going to go put it in the bank and the bank's going to take my money and leverage it. And they're not going to participate with you in that deal. So, you know, they just kind of cut you out of the game and used your money to do it. Right. I mean, it's just, it's just the facts. 888-532-0503 is the number folks. And uh, so what's, uh, so we've gone through the offensive tips, one through five, but what, there was something, there was a bonus tip, right? Yeah. The Secure Act 2.0, you know, with the, the increases that they have in the catch-up provisions <clears throat> for folks over 50 and over, it's a hurry-up offense. Let's, let's, get, let's help you catch up um, where you might have dropped the ball earlier, you know? So right. um, Secure, 2. Secure Act 2.0 really has um, done a pretty good job in um, helping people that are over 50 catch up and, uh, and uh, have a fair time uh, going towards retirement. Right, exactly. Sure. Well, all right, so we've gone through the offensive tips. We're almost out of time, but let's start the defense before we, uh, before we go on. What are your thoughts there, uh, Mal? That's exactly. Defense is, is our strongest part. I like to look at offense as accumulation phase okay. and defense as distribution phase. All right. Um, it, with that being said, we play a little defense on the way there, but when we get there, it's all defense. You know, we talk about uh, preventing gaps in your income, building an emergency fund, creating a state plan, consider appropriate insurance costs or appropriate insurance that you should buy, discuss long-term care options. All of those things are built as mechanisms to protect the wealth that you've accumulated. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think, well, I'm going to have to spend my money for that with a well-managed strategy. Right. A a absolutely. And, and, you know, to that point, since we're talking, you know, everything's kind of related to football, let me share something with you, Steve, yeah. that I thought is even more important. Offense, defense. But then you have to talk about leadership, and that's where championships are won. It says the, Kirby Smart said the other day, he said that there are three costs that, are, that were plastered right behind his desk. They caught me right between the eyes last week, and they were. As a leader, you will have to make hard decisions that can neg negatively affect people that you care about. That happens every day when I work with clients. Mm -hmm. Doing what, what's right ain't always easy. But when you know that the math is against you, 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 you have to do what's right. The second part is, or the second uh, uh, decision that you're going to have to make is you will be disliked despite, despite your best attempts to do the best for the most. Now, that, that should be stamped on every head coach's door. I believe that's true. Because he's going to be – I mean, when, you, when you're Bobby Bowden and Nick Saban, I promise you, if Alabama loses four games this year, they're going to call for Nick Saban's head. And right. that is ludicrous. But when we do plans, that doesn't mean everybody's going to like it. If the client may not like it while we're doing it. But it's what's best. Exactly. And then the last one he said was, you will be mis misunderstood and won't always have the opportunity to defend yourself. Does it matter? If we make work optional, isn't that what it's about? Yeah. But but you you I can't count the people that have said to me in my lifetime, uh, annuities or life insurance are terrible. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, assets under management, are they terrible? Or they, they can be. Well, where are you going to put your money? Mm -hmm. If you don't <laughs> like any of those three classes, I'm going to put it in the bank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let them take your money and leverage it and leave you out. Exactly. That's great. Sure. And, and what I'm saying is, is that no matter what we do, we're going to be misunderstood. And while people are criticizing us, they don't ever invite us into the conversation. It, it's like you won't see, you will not see a GOP house leader invited to CNN. <laughs> not usually. It's just not going to happen. Nope, not usually. I'm not getting, I, you know me, I'm not getting into politics. It, right. The other way around, yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was a great point that Kirby Smart made. Oh, absolutely. Here's a man on top of the of his game right now, and he's smart enough to know they're not going to like me. 
They're not going to like me all the time. They're going to misunderstand me, and I don't care because I'm here to protect Georgia and nobody else. Right, and that's what you do with our retirement. Yeah. Well, exactly. exactly. I work for the client. I don't work for BlackRock. I don't work for you know Morgan Stanley. They're all great people, and, and and everybody else can love them. But my job is to my client. Well, again, on that note, let's go ahead and invite folks to call and and uh, get some uh, clients in or potential clients to come on in, sit down, and talk with you. Sounds great. Listeners, it's time to act. With all the unpredictability in the markets, the economy, and the world, it's important to be proactive and not reactive. Take that first step right now by calling in to schedule your conversation with us. This is where we get to know your story, the story of your money, and any concerns you have right now. This analysis will include a fee report and risk assessment to help you recognize unnecessary losses in your portfolio and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. Second, we'll perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. We'll also develop a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies, which could strengthen your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning for you. So for the next 10 callers, that's a comprehensive financial review that we're providing complimentary with no obligation. 888-532-0503. That's 888-532-0503. A quick break for us. We're going to come back. We've still got football on our mind. And as we continue to draw similarities from that game of football to your finances, uh, we're going to dive into the X's and O's of your playbook. And uh, through retirement, uh, you don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Hey, we are back on Iron Plan Radio with Mal Mason and Jay Kyle. Football is on our mind uh, so far. We've gone through the offense, the defense, and uh, and this time we're going to kind of dig into some other areas, which I really like, uh, and um, kind of just. Uh, you know, some lessons in football that overlap into finances. What do you think? So are you guys familiar with the uh, the HBO series that Hard Knocks? Yes. Yeah, they follow a football team around. Well, this is one that was from a couple of years ago. Uh, Carl Nassib was former defense uh, defensive end for the Cleveland Browns, and he's teaching or talking to other players. Um, in 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 fact, Miles Garnett about the financial about he's talking about financial advisors. Uh, but here's here's the what he, the message he shared. We got a lot of money right now, right? This is the easiest equation to make you rich. You have a million dollars, and after seven years of getting 10% on that money every single year, okay, you're making money off of it. You're going to double it after seven years. So you double your money every seven years for 42 years. You get 64 times your original money. So you got a million dollars. You can end up with $64 million by the time you retire. Nice. That is nice. And, and I mean, that is sort of interesting because, I mean, we all know the stories of certain athletes that just, you know, were paying billions of dollars and, and they end up broke. Yeah, it's called poor management. <laughs> yeah, proper planning. The, you eight, know. Yeah. the eighth wonder of the world, according to Einstein, is compounding interest. That's mm-hmm. what he was talking about. Sure. <clears throat> you know, that prompts me when, when Chase says poor management, that prompts me to just make an observation and let everybody take it for whatever they want to take it for. How long have they been overpaying NFL players for a long time now. Long time. Long time. And it reflects all the way down to ticket price, the whole nine yards. But at the end of the day, they've been overpaying them. And the league, who supposedly watches out for the game, which, by the way, I think Roger Goodell is an idiot. So, But the, the league who's supposed to protect them makes no rules to protect them. They leave them at the mercy of these scoundrels who they call agents. Oh. And if they're listening, I don't care. I mean, how about that? Give me yeah. a call. We'll talk about it. So – but the other part is, is nobody ever says, 
you know what? Since we're going to overpay you, why don't we take X percent? Uh, let's say 20%. And let's just take that and put it in a place that you can't touch it because you've never had this much money before. And I'm not certain you're going to be able to manage it properly. We're going to put it over here. And like the man said, when you're ever how old, 55, that'll be more money than you ever dreamed of having to begin with. Mm -hmm. But nobody does that, Steve. So I want to ask this. The, the question is why? Discipline. Well, and, and why? Why is financial education being hidden from people? Why, uh, nobody publishes the fact that if you tax defer earnings and income, that you're going to have to pay whatever they say the tax bracket is whenever you get ready to have it. And it may be more or less, but the lie that taxes are going down, I think everybody agrees is finally a lie. <laughs> yes, I believe so. <laughs> yes. Well, well so, we, you know, you got these young guys coming in, sacrificing their bodies to entertain us, and nobody's protecting them and saying, we're going to make sure you don't live on the street ever. They got plenty of money. They still drive nice cars. They still live in big condos, but they just took a, a percentage, a small percentage and said, we'll make sure that you never broke. Yeah. I mean, heck, Carl Nassib just talked about 10%. You know? that, there you go. So, yeah. and, but it goes on every day out there on wall street and the banks, you know, they pat you on the back. They give you a sucker. They don't give a flip about you and your family. It, it's just, a, you better get you a coach is what you better do. Well, somebody and cares about you. And that's exactly what you guys do. I mean, you're you're the coach. I mean, you coach us along. You 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 know protect us, if you will. I mean, you know, you talk about uh, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, Vince Lombardi, Bart Starr, Joe Montana, Bill Walsh. Th those were coach-player relationships. But yours are not that much different. I mean, you know, you're not paying your your clients, but at the same time, <laughs> you know what I mean. You're coaching them along. You're 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 making sure they're successful. You're helping them succeed. Exactly. We're trying to get them to that goal. Yeah, well, and, and all all of your great coaches. I mean, Nick Saban. I mean, I, listen, I'm not an Alabama fan, but I love Nick Saban. Nick Saban's goal, and he tells everybody's parents this when he's recruiting them, is I'm going to grow great young men, great husbands and fathers at Alabama. A, a, a symptom or result of that behavior and caring for those young men like that is they also win a lot mm -hmm. because he cares about the young man. The same thing when you talk about, you just named, you know, a lot of players that played for Bill Walsh, yes. Bill Belichick. You know, you the inmates don't get to run the as asylum there. They're given some rules and they follow them and then they win. You know, when someone reaches out to me about their money, then we talk to them about it and we make sure that, that we're on the same page about what we're willing to do for the results that we want. And then once we do that, we build a game plan and we go execute it and we accomplish it. There's so many uh, parallels to, to the game of football and what I do every day. And that it only makes sense to me that I was a coach. I mean, the two just kind of hold hands. Right. Oh, I completely agree. And, and as you start to build that game, you put our game book together and um, you know, we've got a, we got a plan for success. I like this. The three things, growth, protection, and income. Boy, all important Boy. pieces of the puzzle. Well, you know, too often people get confused and they want to put growth in front of income. Well, if you want to be sure that you're going to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you want to be sure, take the income from your investments and put it in growth. But if you put it in growth first and you're wrong, <laughs> you're wrong. You're going to be wrong, wrong a long time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I grow those, all those things are vital, but it's even more vital that they're in the right order. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're talking, yeah, you yeah. know, all right. The, well, on. yeah, I, I'm just kind of stuck on that, on that whole coaching thing. I, yeah, I don't yeah. want someone to miss, I don't want someone to misunderstand that 
your relationship with an advisor should never be about doing what you're told. It should be about open communication. Yeah. A great, maybe the first time you've actually had a meaningful conversation about your money, but from that conversation, that kind of points us in the, you know, it does no good to build an offense that's built to run and then call a pass button. Right. You know, yeah. it does no good to blitz every down because sooner or later you're going to run into Dan Marino, Tom Brady, <laughs> they're going to light you up like a Christmas tree. Yes, of course. So you have to, you have to take where you are and what your expectations are and discuss those and make sure that everybody believes in what you're about to try. Mm-hmm. And then you have to have the discipline to go do it. You know, look, it, since you brought up Lombardi earlier, I'll, I'll go back to my favorite one. My favorite one is if it's not, who wins or loses the game, it's how you play the game, then why is there a scoreboard at the end of the field? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> and then there's that. Exactly. Yep. So Exactly. And so as we build that uh, build that plan for success, the GPI, the growth protection income, uh, and then as we inch our way down the field, we find ourselves in that red zone. And that is that, you know, five to ten years before retirement. And it's also, what, 20 yards for a football team to make it into the end zone. It can make all the difference, all the difference. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you've ever heard the saying, we run all up and down the field all night. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But we didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, and, 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 you know, Steve, it, it really starts with being methodical and a belief in what you do. Mm-hmm. And that starts from the time you start at your own 25 all the way down the field and, and most of the teams who fail when they get down to the red zone, all of a sudden they go, they want to play the game different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, dance with the one that got you there. Right. Yeah. You know, if, if you've been successful, keep doing it and, 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 and they get creative or worse yet in our business, you've been okay at making money, but you have no idea what to do with it. And you're on the 20 yard line and it's time to spend it. Even when you're there, I think it's still important to have a plan, especially there. I do too. Because, um, you know, some people have done a great job in accumulating wealth and, and getting like into the red zone, like you say, within that five to 10 year window. Um, but unless they have a good plan and discipline to execute that plan, they aren't going to have a great retirement like we can help plan them. Right. So call well, us. <laughs> right. So again, Absolutely. So, all right. So now we're in the red zone. Um, and the other thing that, you know, you talked about this, uh, Mal, uh, you, you, as a coach, you got to know your opponent. You got to know the other team. And, and boy, there's a lot of things that you need to know that can help us, uh, you know, as, as the players on your team. Well, and you know, whether it's you're on the five yard line or if you're on the 30 yard line, you, you should be, you should be preparing for the enemy or your opponent the whole time, not just when you get there, you know? So when you talk about things like inflation and market volatility and debt, um, buying products rather than solutions, mm-hmm. all of these things that should have been part, that should have been part of the discussion for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be, okay, we made a lot of money. Now have, did we plan for long-term care? Um, what happens if I get sued? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I lose my principal? Those shouldn't be new questions. By the time we get to the red zone, that should be part of our fundamentals and who we are. We, we never stray from that. You know, Don Shuler used to say, we're going to have an identity and we're going to stick to that identity. And if we lose with that identity, we'll rethink that next year. But you don't rethink it in the third quarter. Nope. I mean, we, we used to call that when we coached, 
when other teams started doing that, we called it drawing in the dirt because they didn't have a play for it. So they were over there trying to draw something up on a book. <laughs> it's a little late then. Right. Well, so, you got to make yes, adjustments. Absolutely. Yeah, you absolutely have to make adjustments and you, you know your opponent. You make it. I mean, there's just, it, it sounds like we're talking about what's going to happen on Sunday at, at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. You know, well, and you know, I, you know, one of the things I think that, that we pride ourselves on an iron plan is one of the things that I really loved most when I coached. I watched a lot of film and everybody would say, coach, you know, why do you watch so much film? I hate freaking surprises. It, they drive me crazy because I am a disciplined, methodical thinker. And when somebody throws me something that I hadn't seen, like an end around or reverse, I need to know that's coming. First time I see it doesn't need to be on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> right. And on that note, let's invite folks to call and get them in and, and, you know, set them on the right path. Hey, everybody, listen up. Now's the time when we get the chance to make the offer that that we're most proud of on this radio show. We would love for you guys to give us a call and let us do an asset map. Let us do a tax analysis for you. Possibly save you money in unnecessary taxes. Protect your money from unnecessary losses. All the while, putting a plan, a game plan, if you will, putting it together that's customized to you for what you want. You know, let's find out what your expectations are and let's build a plan that realistically can meet those expectations. We say it all the time. If you bring the discipline, we'll bring the strategy. So I'd like to invite you guys to call us, schedule a time. Let us help you set up your game plan. Like I said, we start with an asset map followed by discovery. And then we customize our team gets together and customizes a plan for you that helps mitigate taxes, prepares you for long-term care, hedges against inflation, can't lose your principal, and it can't be sued for. And it really should be that simple. So I want to invite you again, give us a call, 888-532-0503, or go to the website at myironplan.com. All your answers are there, podcast, the whole nine yards. 888-532-0503. It's really why we're giving you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances. There's no cost. There's no obligation. 888-532-0503. 888-532-0503. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back. And when we do, uh, some of the latest financial news from inflation wreaking havoc on retirement portfolios to interest rates. And what can you do to improve your position on that financial football field? Stick around. Back on Iron Plan Radio, I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Mal Mason's here, Jay Kyle's here, talking football, really having a great conversation. And, you know, sometimes we get caught up in all this, but I I am amazed at the parallels of, of, you know, the strategies, if you will, in in a game moving down the field and and really the, uh, you know, protecting your your finances um, and, uh, you know, dealing with it. I like this one. I like this Lou Holtz quote. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. What do you think? <laughs> love it. Yeah. I love Lou Holtz period. He's, yeah. he's an amazing motivator. It, well, yeah, exactly. You know, everybody was, cause I mean, you know, he coached for about a nanosecond in Minnesota. 
Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but then he had the he had the escape clause of uh, of Notre Dame. That was it. That well, was that was in his contract. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yep, that was his. Escape. I figured I figured Notre Dame just bought him out. Well, they may have had to do that too, but but that was his one out of the contract. So yeah. Nice. He was smart. <laughs> well, truly. Well, yeah. but, but you know, if you, if you study Lou Holtz and you've read any of his stuff, great book, by the way. Yes. Um, if you if you know the man, he knows what he wants, when he wants it, and how he wants it, and he's got a set of rules that he's followed to get him there, and he shares those rules with anybody who'll listen. That anybody who'll listen parts. That's the tricky part. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I mean, uh, so here it is. I think it was just this week um, or in the last two weeks, but that uh, the one year anniversary of the Inflation Reduction Act. Mm-hmm. And what do you think? <laughs> Let's see. Interest, interest rates are still, still high. high. Mm-hmm. What else mm-hmm. is going on? Oh, yeah. Gas I'm just going to stay out of it. Che's going to eat this one alive. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm, the sh- I'm the one that goes shopping at the household. So, Gas prices, goods, services, um, everything is uh, continuing to increase. Um, credit card debt continuing to increase. Um, heck, gas prices alone, over 30 cents in the last three months alone. I think even higher than that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this has led people to make hardship withdrawals from the 401k. I could not imagine at what point in time, you know, for this to happen um, because of inflation. I mean, it's not like we're, we're at war. It's not like... Uh, um, people are having uh, horrible medical expenses that they have to incur. It's actually just regular inflation that's causing them to have to withdraw money from the 401ks, from their mm-hmm. retirement accounts. Yeah. Well, and, and then the other thing that's happened, too, is that for the first time, credit card debt is over a trillion dollars. The last time that the that the government at this level decided that they were going to impose tremendous regulation on all industries, which is a fancy way of saying we are going to put constraints on business owners because when business owners when 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 their profit margins go down payroll goes down people lose jobs prices go up Mm. credit card use goes up sound familiar and for for you and i it does because that reminds me of jimmy carter (laughs) and you know if you take that politically take it it's been long overdue he's the third worst president ever (laughs) ever And, and the other two are more recent so with that being said that same Mickey Mouse behavior got us to where we are right now. We didn't have this problem in 2019, did we? Nope. No. And, I, and if you take that, polit- it's not political. It's understanding business and understanding that it's for the people, not for the government. Right. And until that changes, we are managing a circus over here. <laughs> I mean, Wall Street, it, thank God Wall Street ignores most of it. They, they've just decided they don't know what the hell they're doing anyway. Right. I mean, this... This tax inflation reduction act, hell, that ain't even what it was. Mm. <laughs> now they're on the news making fun of it on both sides of the aisle. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, so now we get to be entertained by the circus. Yeah. But this is the part that bothers me. What about Joe and Mary Smith on Main Street? What about them? Because this, this ain't a circus to them. Mm. They're 61. They want to quit at 66. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the, not a time to stand there and draw from the 401k. Oh, they can't withdraw that. No kidding. I cringed when I, when I read that, I thought, Oh no, no, because here's the other part. Unless they give you some type of forgiveness, you have five years to pay that back. Right. And then there's penalties. Yeah. And what was wrong with that? They got into a 401k, got into a plan that was written by the government for the government. Now you want your money. Guess what? There's going to be a little pain with that. Mm-hmm. And Oh, by the way, if it's not something we think is important, 
You can't have your money. Here's our list of the things we think are important. Well, is it your money or is it my money? <laughs> oh, yeah. I manage, I manage that conversation 10 times a week. Well, why do. can't I have my money? Well, because they feel like if you spend that money, then you won't have it when you retire. But we'll let you have it for these circumstances. So it really doesn't matter, Steve, what you think is important about your money. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you, little man, what you should think. <laughs> Boy, that rubs me. I just can't tell you. And yeah. if it rubs you, you should call me because I'm your guy. 888-532-0503. There's the number, folks. <clears throat> Go ahead. Check out that website, too. It's uh, myironplan.com. Here's an interesting uh, note uh, from a CNN poll. 51% said they fear the economic situation is going to get worse. Oh, yeah. I guess I don't disagree. Well, we do not disagree. We do not disagree. Like Mal says, it's, it's not just a, I mean, it's sort of like, it reminds me of Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom where the big old rolling ball is coming at you. It's <laughs> yep. gaining speed, you know, I mean, fast, exactly. uh, you know, <laughs> force equals mass times acceleration. It is going to hit us hard. Um, and unless we do something drastic, you know, unless the government does something drastic, like uh, cut their budget. <laughs> so instead of that, they're going to increase taxes, you know, um, it, it's just going to be harder for us. It's going to be harder for us. People are going to have to have more discipline in the future. They're going to have to have more planning. I, I can't wait to see the list of excuses of why they had to raise our taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and unfortunately, it doesn't matter who's going to be the next president. Nope. They're going to have to raise our taxes. Right. And that's the problem. Whoever's going to have to go, they're going to have to go on stage and be honest and tell us, hey, if we want to get out of this ditch, we're all going to have to get into it together um, and be honest and say, I'm, I'm going to have to raise taxes. Maybe, maybe that's the person that we need to, we need to, um, we need to vote for. Well, if you sure. had less regulate, less regulation, you'd have more revenue, more revenue and more taxes would produce more income for a company that's struggling to pay $32 trillion in debt. I wish to hell Ross Perot was alive. He understood it better than everybody else. Ross is rolling over in his grave today. <laughs> yep. He offered America a solution in 1992. I think that's it. 90, yeah, 92. 92. Something like that. He offered, he stood on the stage with George Bush Sr. Mm -hmm. and Bill Clinton and said, if either one of these men will hire me, I'll clean up national debt in four years. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if that had happened? George Bush lost that election because he didn't look at Ross and go, you're hiring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he got beat and Bill didn't hire him either. And now look. Mm. So it, it wouldn't have mattered. Neither one of those candidates were going to straighten it out. They needed <laughs> Ross Perot. Right. Well, uh, Steve Forbes, certainly someone that uh, has an understanding of our economy, and uh, he weighed in recently and has a pretty interesting analogy. Let's listen. Well, the economy is suffering from the uh, economic equivalent of walking pneumonia. Uh, some parts are doing okay, but other parts are not. And when you have the headwinds out there, the Federal Reserve is going to raise interest rates again. They still believe you fight inflation by depressing the economy, making people poorer. You've got companies that are coping, <laughs> especially a lot of commercial entities, coping with a lot of uh, debt that's coming due. They have to renegotiate interest rates. Uh, and consumer debt is rising. Interest rates on mortgages are starting to inch up again. So you look at that scene and you wonder, where's the real push going to come from? Yeah, the government can spend money, but where do they get it from? From the American people. Well, he speaks the truth, that's for sure. Well said. That is no doubt. Yeah. And again, so is this the right solution that what we're going through right now, or is there a better way to do it, do you think? Well, here's the other part. The other part is that they didn't talk about is, is socialistic pressure from a, a small minority of the people that's dictating corporate behavior, you know, mm -hmm. because they don't want to offend somebody. They don't want to make, look, there's common sense. 
when it comes to your money, you want to be emotional, go on the Dr. Phil show. <laughs> you want to talk about money? Talk to Steve Forbes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, talk to somebody that knows what's going on. When he said that they, they think that they're going to mitigate inflation or manage inflation either way by depressing the economy. Exactly. Making everyone poor. I mean, let that settle in a minute. Most eighth graders could go look those words up in, in the dictionary and understand what that that probably not going to work. <laughs> yep. Much less have a bunch of experience like Janet Yellen, idiot. Um, I'm sorry. I, I don't know who said that. But, I mean, she supposedly knows what she's doing. Right. She, this is her second trip at wrecking the economy, not the first. Mm. She helped Obama the first time. Oh, jeez. So, anyway, well, whatever. She's, I think she's do, the do one I that think it's going to. She's the one that introduced us to the word the transitory, I think. Transitory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's almost right there. We'll, we'll read it later. Sign it. <laughs> we'll read it later. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. That was, that one. Yeah. Yep. So, that was a good one. You, you asked me, Steve, do I think it'll work? No, but I think the American people are resilient. I think they're smart. I think they're fed up. I, th- I think they're becoming more non-political than they have since 1976. You know, I feel bad for people who don't remember that because there's going to be some pain in this. But common sense is going to prevail one way or another. You can believe that you're going to get away with your emotional, you know, shenanigans. <laughs> sure. But at the end of the day... Yeah, look, listen, the reason, the only way to to somewhat control the world's attitude towards us is to remember that our farmers feed most of them. That's common sense. When you start getting away from the common sense of it, the relationships with the world start to change. But if you remind everybody, you know, we grew that food that you're eating. They seem to, that's common sense. So I believe that the American people are going to get back to the common sense of things. And I'm not saying that we're going to go back and be where we were 60, 50 years. That's, we don't need, we need to evolve, Mm -hmm. but we need to evolve. You know, you certainly don't evolve by letting your children make decisions that they're not prepared to make. That's why they call them parents. Those kind of things, you're not going to win that battle because parents aren't going to let you win that battle. You know? So I, I, I have a lot of faith in the, in the people that, Regardless to how bad the policies are, um, we know what's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. We've been told no, and we didn't like the consequences, but we lived through it, and we were better after it was over. So I hope I'm right, Steve, because if I'm wrong, you better get your fishing pole and your gun out because you're going to have to fish and hunt for food. <laughs> well, on that note, Mel, let's go ahead and take a quick break and uh, invite folks to call. We've still got some calendars, uh, some spaces open on that calendar. Yeah. So listeners, it's time to act with all the unpredictability in the markets, the economy, and the world. (laughs) It's important to be proactive and not reactive. Take that first step right now by calling and scheduling a conversation with us. This is where we get to know your story, the story of your money, and any concerns you have right now. This analysis will include a fee report and risk assessment to help you recognize unnecessary losses in your portfolio and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. Second, we'll perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. We'll also develop a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies which could strengthen your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning for you. So for the next 10 callers, that's a comprehensive financial review that we're providing complimentary with no obligation. Fantastic. It's a great opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together. If you're looking for that second opinion, yes, now's the time to make that call. 888 532 
1-800-227-5503. It's a comprehensive financial review. You're going to see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll find you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 888-532-0503. That's 888-532-0503. We are in need of a break. And when we come back, we're going to jump into some questions from listeners. That and more right after this. Hey, we are back on Iron Plan Radio, and uh, the website is myironplan.com. Check out that website, myironplan.com. You'll find a lot of good information there. And uh, you guys, are you guys into the, uh, you're, you're kind of going out there and doing some some seminars, that kind of thing? Well, you know, we last quarter, I think we had an educational, one educational seminar, and we're planning on doing more of those. You know, we just want to make sure the message is out there, that there sure. is good financial information Um uh, that can really help the American people um, plan for retirement. It's not about whether you have your money in 401k, whether you're in real estate. Um, we want to talk to you about your personal circumstance and how to make sure that you have the best retirement you can have. All right. And uh, I, I like that thought. 888-532-0503. And uh, well, on that note, let's jump into some of these questions here. Anne's up first. Anne says, I'm a divorced mother of two who will be 59 next month. My 28- and 21-year-old children live with me. One is a senior in college. The other is working a part-time job. I intended to retire at the end of next year. I have $15,000 in credit card debt. And while I am due a pension as a state employee, I fear my mortgage payments, debt, and household expenses will make retirement impossible. What do you think I should do first? Well, Anne... I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but your children need to help you. <laughs> no, um, this is, you know, a lot of people are in this situation now um, with interest rates being as high as they are, mortgage payments being as high as they are. Um, young adults are having a hard time living on their own. So they're moving back in, mm -hmm. but they're not, they're not helping. They're not like paying a mortgage at the place they're living in. They're just living at their mom's house for free. So, so which is it, which is it, Jay? Is it that they are, taking a free load on their parents yeah. or, or, or is it that they cost too much or is it just flat out? They don't want to earn it. It's a little bit of combination of all of it. I tell you, they don't want to earn it. They don't want to work hard. They realize they could just, their parents are all saying, okay, come on back home. Uh, parents want to help the kids, but you know what? The kids are putting their parents in a bad spot Ooh, in, a bind. in a bind. I mean, this, this Anne still has a mortgage. She has $15,000 in credit card debt. Um, and her household expenses probably include feeding her children that are adults. And right. Anne is not Anne is not alone. This is this is the one problem mm -hmm. that the there there are solutions. And boy, I mean, Kirby, they, Kirby Smart said it best. You're not going to be popular if you. So what? <laughs> so what the parents do is they continue to just be walked on primarily. That's what's really happening. You can use a lot of different adjectives, but the child knows they're taking advantage of your emotions. Well, you know, in some other cultures, some Asian cultures, I'll just use this as an example, not trying to pick on any race or anything. Whereas generations live together, you know, right. parents and grandparents, but they all put their money together for the common household. It's not, it's not the grandfather still supporting the grandchildren and, the, and his children. It's, it's for the common good of the, the household. And that's not really happening. I don't think in this case, um, um, in this case, it sounds like, you know, and uh, you have to get that $15,000 credit card debt and it a hold of, and then hopefully you should not retire 
if you still have a mortgage payment also, unless you, unless you could live within your pension means. I mean, right. unless that's all really My, great. I don't know how much your pension is going to be, but it sounds like you are helping out your adult children and, and they need to make adult decisions and help and help the household also. Well, if, if, if both child paid $500 a month in rent mm -hmm. in two or three years, maybe she'd be debt free. Maybe it wouldn't be so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. sure. But well, I'm a senior in school. I don't want to hear that. I put myself through school. Quit your whining. Mm -hmm. My my daughter in her master's program, she didn't ask me for anything. Mm -hmm. She paid for it all. Yep. Good for and her. She, yeah, I mean, but that's I, good but, parenting. I'm telling you. Well, well, that's me telling her. Well, I don't know where you're gonna get the money for that. <laughs> oh, that too. <laughs> well, you know, and, and and but but realistically, I bet if we if if we did five hundred dollars a month with each kid, that the, that Ann's problems would go away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it, it, hey, then she wants them to stay for three more years because she needs them to stay because that's what compared to debt. On. And that still helps them out. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Mm -hmm. But you need to stay in there and make the hard decisions. Like Mal says, you're not going to be popular. Um, but, you know, you need to make good decisions for yourself, too. By the way, if you don't do it, it only gets worse. Yes. We, I tell you, Steve, we see this and it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I said it. They put their parent in a bind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Anyway, I, it's just a terrible thing. Yeah. All right. So, so Am, give us a call. 888-532-0503. Love to hear from you. Leslie is wondering, I want to move my 401k into an IRA. Then I want to cash out a portion of those funds. What kind of IRA would allow me to do this? And what are the tax implications? Uh, Leslie asked a loaded question. So let me start by you absolutely... Uh, if you're not employed at the employer, you can move to 401k, no problem, into an IRA. Um, if you're under 59 and a half, you will have to have permission from the 401k plan administrator to do so. They call that a um, in-service distribution. In distribution. Um, however, let's just assume for a minute that you can move the money to an IRA. There'll be no taxes in the shift to the IRA. You want to take out, want to cash out a portion of those funds um, my question would be why and how old are you mm -hmm. and what's the impact of that distribution on your retirement plan? Mm -hmm. And does it make sense? Now we're managing expectations. Okay. If you, if you want to cash that out and buy a car, or pay off some debt and it makes sense, that's fine. But if it doesn't, you know, the one thing you got to be aware of either way is there's going to be a 10% penalty pre 59 and a half. So if you take a distribution, pre 59 and a half, the IRS wants 10% additional to what they want in taxes. So if you're in a 20% bracket, that's a 30% uh, charge for that. So a thousand so bucks you, will get you 700. Right. So that's exactly, if you take 10 grand, you're going to get 7,000. So there might be a better place. Maybe you should go to the bank and borrow it and pay it back and leave your 401k alone. But if you're 66 and you, you say, you know, I'm going to pay my mortgage off and I'm willing to pay the taxes on it right now because it, and the house payments three thousand dollars a month. That probably makes a lot of sense. But you know, just be careful because, again, because you you decided to tax defer income and growth on that income in a four hundred one k or an IRA, the IRS is your senior partner. They have some rules that you're gonna have to follow. You can't have the money. Right. All right. Uh, Leslie, there you go. It's eight 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 five three two zero five zero three. We've got time for more here. Let's go to Morty. Morty says I have a fee based advisor for my mutual fund portfolio. The current value is about uh, is at about sixty thousand dollars, and I'm averaging three hundred and twenty dollars in fees per quarter. 
which amounts to just over 2% in annual fees. Is this rate high for a financial advisor? The advisor is also a CPA. Hmm. I wonder if, yeah, I would think that this is a little high for a financial advisor. Okay. Um, un, un, unless this portfolio is just knocking it out of the park. I mean, is he, is he making 20% a year? I mean, what's he doing with that? Why does he need a 2% fee? Um, and he's also a CPA. Is he your CPA, Morty? Um, well, and, and, you know, so there's a fee from the mutual fund mm-hmm. of some sort, and then there's a fee from the advisor. And so he, he's not managing the money, he's managing the mutual funds. And I'm not telling you that's, that's not okay. I'm going to tell you, it needs to be, their rate of return needs to be a little higher than everybody else's. Um, Cause what you're paying for is results. Mm-hmm. You're paying for good, solid fiduciary management and I'm not knocking anybody. I just find that most CPAs prefer to do taxes and most advisors prefer to advise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I would go to an orthopedic if I needed to see a cardiologist. <laughs> don't think so. Yeah. No. But again, we, and a CPA you know, just has a tendency to look back, right? Well, a CPA inherently is paid to make your taxes palatable. Mm-hmm. Right. It, Palatable taxes may not be what's best big picture when you get into distribution. In other words, really, should you have taken and put money in that 401k and kicked the can down the road so that you could pay the taxes later on a bigger number? Most, I said most, don't everybody shoot the messenger. Most CPAs don't care about 20 years from now. They're worried about this year's tax return. Yeah, of course. And, and, And listen, I got a great CPA. I love her. She'll tell me up front, okay, there's your taxes. And then she'll ask me, what's your favorite move this year? What, what are you doing to help our, our clients retire? And then she'll send them to me and let me tell them. She's just not a CPA. Yeah. So sounds go. good. Sounds good. 888-532-0503. Make that call today. In fact, we're about out of time here. Let's uh, invite folks to call one last time. All right. Everybody listen up. This is our favorite part of the show where we get to uh, reach out to everybody and give you the opportunity to engage us on a professional basis. What I mean by that is, you know, get in touch with us, get your own asset map, get your blueprint, talk about your expectations of your money. You're the one that's put it up. You're the one that saved it. What does your picture look like now? What does it look like when I get ready to quit? And how am I, how am I going to spend it in the meantime? How can I be most efficient? How can I manage my fees? How can I manage my losses? Should I be taking the the risk to to have losses? Do I understand the taxes and how the IRS is going to view me in retirement? We call this a comprehensive plan. We do that absolutely free of charge. We do a tax analysis, a fee-based analysis, and we make sure that we're as efficient as we possibly can be so that what you expected in retirement becomes reality. Like we say all the time, we like to make work optional. So I'd like to invite you to call us at 888-532-0503 or go to our website at myironplan.com. Once again, no obligation to you. Just reach out to us at 888-532-0503. Fantastic, folks. There's no cost. There's no obligation for you to get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what those investments are really costing you, maybe because of high fees or commissions. Future tax implications will be discussed and how much income you can securely generate from that. 
once you do move into retirement. Call us while you're thinking of it, 888-532-0503, 888-532-0503. Man, this show goes by so quickly, guys. One of my favorite hours of the week. I really enjoy uh, having these conversations, and uh, it's just a fun, fun way to get the word out. Absolutely. It, we enjoy it, and, you know, it's always easy when you, you know, especially today for me being a coach. Yeah. It's all about, about football. I mean, exactly. Well, you know, it, it, it people ask me all the time when, when we, when I speak or teach uh, other advisors, you know, when did you know you wanted to be an advisor? And I, I got to tell you, I wish I was that smart, but I took a job from the best offer out of college. And it just so happened that as a couple of years later, I realized that what they wanted me to do is really be a money coach. Yeah. And I was comfortable with that. And oddly enough, it drove me back to coaching football 10 years later, um, which I did on a volunteer basis. But, you know, the the two things have always, for 30 years, held hands for me. And I just feel like I was very fortunate that, you know, when I was younger, that I played the game. And, and um, there are a lot of parallels to it. Sure. Well, folks, we really want to thank you for listening and uh, appreciate that. We're going to come back next week. We're going to have new topics and uh, questions, that and more, all of that on My Iron Plan Radio with Mal Mason and Che Kyle. Investment advisory services offered through Iron Plan Solutions Group, a registered investment advisor. During the show, Mal Mason and Che Kyle provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory services. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Iron Plan Solutions Group. By contacting Iron Plan Solutions Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.